Bonjour. Hello, hello. Welcome to Common Sense Fitness. I'm Dave. And I'm Erin. And this is the show where we talk about health, fitness, and wellness. And we take away the hype and we talk about how to take a common sense approach. Erin, do you believe in aliens? Mm. The rational part of me thinks that there is so much space out there that how could there not be? Mm-hmm. But I also don't think they'd ever come here. Why uh, would they come here? I, I don't know. We have so many TV shows explaining several many ways which they might. <laughs> have you ever seen an alien? I have or not. Think you can? I actually have this, uh, I, I say repressed memory. That okay. wasn't a repressed memory. I, hand on my heart, kind of think I saw something. I don't know how old I was. 15? I was out walking one night at like dusk and this uh, light, it had three points to it. Okay. It was moving really, really slowly and then quickly sped off. Oh shit! Yeah. Where? Um, Where were you? I was. I was in my hometown, at regional New South Wales. I. Was, it was sort of. It wasn't particularly close. Like it looked like it was. I, I don't know. A, a, a plane that was a couple of minutes from landing. Yeah. Okay. That's such an accurate. That's representation. Close you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, oh, you could identify it was there, but it wasn't like hanging over my head. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody asked me if I'd ever seen Alien like last year, and I was like, no. And then I was like, oh, actually, I have this memory. So <sighs> I don't know. I'll just let that live in my brain um, as a we'll never know kind of thing. And we probably never will. We probably never will. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I'm mostly okay. Um, yeah. Because a lot of the aliens, just not really in popular fiction, are not our best friends. No. 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 Never watch Doctor Who? Doctor Who fan? Oh. X-Files? It was lots of X-Files. Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the new one? No. Uh, I think I watched a couple of them. Yeah. They got a bit more like Black Mirror, a bit more social commentary. Yeah. Supernatural. I enjoyed the uh, X-Files that were a little bit more... Yeah. Goofy. Dude in a yeah. swamp man suit. <laughs> Look, it's just entertaining. <laughs> it is. There's something magical about that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, enough said about UFOs. Moving on to... Um, something totally unrelated. Something, yeah, no, something totally different. <laughs> Today's topic, doing the work isn't always fun. It's just not. Mm. You know, working out by definition is work. You've got to expend energy. We are... Our monkey brain, our lizard brain, we are by default designed to expend as little energy as possible, which is why sitting on the couch is always so much more enticing than I got to go to spin class Mm. until you get to spin class and you're like, ah, I did enjoy that. There's something to be said about that. Oh, absolutely. I can't think of maybe one workout or one time I've done a thing and gone I regret that afterwards but 99.9% of the time I go oh look that might have been really hard and rough but I actually feel better or I don't feel as bad as I thought I would at the other end yeah and I think that's really the thing right like there there, every so often you were going to do something that is not delightful and you don't love it and it's not your thing and that's okay um, I think I've told you before, I, I went to a Brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah. class, yes, right? And I spent the... I thought of the, you the other day yep. as I walked past the studio. I was like, oh, no. I'm yeah, I spent the hour having my neck pulled on for those of you who did not listen to that or hear that in the earlier episode. Um, it sucked. Yeah. And it sucked for three days afterwards and I've never gone back and I never will. Totally okay. But I do love a spin class. Mm-hmm. But I also know 
that spin class is freaking hard. Mm -hmm. That is what it is about, right? And I think that's, we really glamorize the, the, the looks, the aesthetics, the, the pump, the, I don't know, the flash, I guess, of... There's a lot of onomatopoeias coming out of you here. Yeah. I don't know that there's real words for this. <laughs> but, you know, what do you, I what mean... Do you, what do you... Fitness media makes all the classes okay. and the CrossFits look and everything look amazing. Right. Yep. But when you step in there, you're like, man, this sucks. This thing is heavy. This That, yep. that hill is big. Yep. I don't want to run that fast. I don't want to run that fast again. I don't want to run that fast in 40 minutes. Please make me stop doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you do, you, you get through it and you're like, Oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. I'll do it again. And then you go back and you do it again. And you're like, Oh, this is hard. That is the point. And I think mm-hmm. what I would really, I would like a little bit more acknowledgement in the general world that get, doing the work is hard. Um, and I'll admit that I have not always done a great job of, I guess, promoting that. I, back when I was a, a baby exercise physiologist and just qualified, I'd be like, no, 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 you guys will love this. This is going to be so much fun. And these people are looking at me like, this is not fun. I hate this. Was it something that you liked doing? Um, not necessarily. You didn't have to do it though. I didn't have to do it. No. <laughs> There's a critical difference. There is a critical difference. And to be honest, I mean, some of it was just, it's so, again, we'll come back to this one million times. It's so individual, right? Yep. But I have a very clear memory of working with an 80-year-old guy who was like, I hate this. I don't want to do any of this. And all I was trying to do was get him to walk on a treadmill for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'm like, you'll enjoy it. Just give it time. Get used to it. Get fit. You'll enjoy it. And he was like, I hate it. I'll always hate it. And I'm never going to love it. And we just got to the point where I think there was a a detente, if you will, where we were mutually agreed upon that you're not going to love it and I'm going to stop telling you that you're going to love it, but you're going to do it and you're not going to complain about it. And cool. We know it's necessary. So. He kept doing it? He kept doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that, that's a big win. It is. But that was also a big lesson for me that it's not always fun. And just because I like the workout, even though it's hard, well you don't always have to like it and i'm wondering how much he was hindering his own movement by manifesting and vocalizing i hate this and i will never like it oh look i don't think that helps no yeah i'm not to say that if he had a if he thought the opposite that it wouldn't suck any less but (laughs) that's possible you know it's kind of uh it's the secret Yeah. Um, If you're manifesting a welcoming and going, I hate this thing, if you're actively saying to yourself, I hate this thing. Oh, you're talking yourself right into that, right? Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't get more fun when you say that. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It mightn't get marginally less, uh, marginally more fun uh, when you say the opposite. But have you got any, any thoughts then on how people in those initial steps might be able to cope? Or talk themselves into it or have some little things up their sleeves to get themselves through. I think there's a, there are a ton of different ways that you can keep yourself going, I think. Um, one of, I guess my two favorites are, why are you doing it? Um, so I'm training for a triathlon right now. I'm doing the, I'm doing a 10K run. I have never run 10 kilometers in my life, ever. Um, Sorry, is this 
Are you giving me an example or you're telling me this? I am telling you. Oh my goodness. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Um, so I, I'm doing this right now. I'm cool. not a runner. I like lifting heavy things. There's a bike out the back if you need it. Right? Yeah, two bikes. <laughs> um, yeah. But I'm doing it. Uh-huh. And I'm doing it. Be- Why are you doing it? Because I, well, I committed to doing this thing. And if thing I stopped interrupting you, you'd tell probably. me? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm, I'm going out and I'm running now because I've committed to this thing and I, I really, I want to do, I want to do the thing. I'm doing it with a bunch of friends. It's going to be fun. So there is a, there's a meaningful why behind that for me that makes the, I did sprint intervals up a hill yesterday. Hmm. Did I enjoy that? No, Mm -hmm. I did not enjoy that at all. Um, but it makes that worth doing. So I think that's one thing. Not everybody has a big meaningful why so if we go back to my 80 year old client he didn't have that um why was he working with you uh because his doctor told him that he absolutely had to mm, okay so, which is a much much different scenario yeah um but i think that when you are in those scenarios you can you can really rely on your body you might not want to but most of the time, I think a lot of, when we're when we're at that. Sorry, I'm kind of rambling a little bit. Um, when we're at that, this hurts so much, I can't do it anymore. I want to stop. We actually are nowhere even remotely close to mm. our our endpoint, our physical exhaustion. Um, keep going. Mm-hmm. Just I, I remember one of my rugby coaches years ago saying, "You can do anything for sixty seconds," and I was like, "Ah, I guess that is true." It was in the middle of a horrible practice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> but we got through the practice, right? So. Have you seen Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I sometimes pull that out in class if things are rough. You can do anything for 10 seconds, then you just have to do the 10 seconds again. Again and again, <laughs> again. and again and again. And look, that is true. And I mean, I've gotten myself through many <laughs> runs with... 60 seconds, I can go, I can run for 60 seconds. Now I just run for the next 60 seconds. Now I just run for the next 60 seconds. Um, so I think having a meaningful why, acknowledging that, yeah, this sucks, but I can still do it. The, both of those are a couple of really useful tools that I personally like. Um, what about you, Dave? I know you've done the work. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly what you said of uh, you describing that, you know, breaking things down. I think that's probably number one. If you... In or in, if you're in a headspace where you've made a resolution to try and do something, uh, start out with absolute bare minimum. Oh, if yeah. If you want to start running 10Ks, man, you're going to walk out the door and say, I'm going to run for two minutes. Yep. Or run and walk for two minutes. Or I'm going to go to the gym for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm going to go stand on that treadmill. And most times what will happen is you'll start doing the thing and you'll go, well, I'm kind of here now. So it oh, would be so dumb for me to leave the gym after I've just driven half an hour to get here. Or I've gone outside, I've I put on my <laughs> shoes, I've got my shirt on, I'm outside, I'm walking around. It will, if you set the bar low and be okay with starting there and patting yourself on the back, you're setting yourself up for success. Absolutely. As- and I think, yeah, as sorry, as opposed to jumping in the gym, going, I need to be there for 90 minutes. And yeah. you hit minute 45, which is already an extremely long period of time. And you're not used to doing that period of time. And then going, I failed at this and this work was too hard and I shouldn't try and do the work again. Yeah. 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 That hurt and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah. Our brains are pretty good at, no, that sucked. I don't want to do that again. So you're absolutely right. Bare minimum is actually a really great way to start. Mm. Um, 
don't don't get caught up in the got to be that big session. Um, I also think too, even if you are consistently exercising, it's okay to have those days where I don't feel like doing this. Yeah, I'm super flat. I don't have the energy. I didn't sleep well. I've got a headache. Um, there's real value in still showing up, even if all you do is just show up. You can have a low key day because it keeps you in the habit. I think that's a really useful thing too, because I think we've all probably been in the space where we started doing something that we thought, oh, this is really good for me. And I, oh, I'm finally actually making some progress with this. And then something happens and you go off the rails and then, oh man, getting back to it is way mm-hmm. less fun. And if you're in that, even if you're low key for a couple of sessions or a couple of weeks, you're going to be in a better space Absolutely. than just slamming on the brakes, cold turkey, you know, assuming that you can still... F- you know, for whatever reason, fit into your life. If you've in traction in hospital, then okay, that's a bit different. Look, yes. But uh, <laughs> provide, you know, if it's just that you're not vibing it, or uh, maybe time's more limited, can you scale that back? Can you rearrange that in a different way? You know, take some appropriate steps to try and still make the work fit in, and and keep the ball rolling, so yeah. that when you pick it back up, it doesn't suck as much. Yeah, yeah, and I think you can get creative in how you do that too. And that, I mean, I guess that goes for general workouts if you are struggling and you just you can't get on board with a spin class that your legs are burning and you just hate it, find something else. Mm. Go try a pump class. Mm. Go for a swim. And there's a lot of power in cross-training as well. Oh, yeah. If you, I think of many exercise types where I had walked in and gone, this is yeah, way too much. And whether it's cardiovascularly or, you know, probably back to your spin class is a good example. Uh, it's popular with people who are just starting to get back into the gym or into the gym potentially because it is, it's pretty straightforward. You sit on a bike, you stand on a bike, you go fast, you go slow. Um, it's great because nobody really knows how much loads on your wheel. It's so true. Which I, I, you know, I promote people to feel successful. Um, as long as they're safe, it's all good. Um, but it's still very, very challenging muscularly, cardiovascularly. So sometimes, okay, maybe getting used to a longer walk will give you a few gains to improve your cardiovascular health to really get in and thrash yourself in a cycle class. Yeah, absolutely. Or doing the pump class or doing weight training is going to improve your leg strength in order to help you do the cycle class, right? So I think there's also a lot of benefit in cross-training. Yeah. Um, or using other movement patterns, which help to complement in different impact ways. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. even cycling is probably a better one. If you know, For example, for running, if you're learning to actually improve leg strength, cycling is generally going to offer a lower impact way to potentially work on some of that leg strength. It's not exactly the same movement pattern, doesn't have the same impact, no, but, but it, can, very similar. it can be similar and it can have some you know, parallels to it. Yeah. To So that when you then pick back up that other thing or start to dive deeper into it you sort of already made some progress in that area yeah using a different thing which doesn't suck as much so it's almost like this little mario kart of jump uh, mario brothers world jumping um up the little blocks to the sky as you're kind of leveling up leveling up and i think it's always relative that's and there are certain type of workouts which will always suck (laughs) again let's go back to hit hit will always suck if you do it right because you get fitter you get stronger you push harder yeah it always sucks by definition it should suck (laughs) it is high intensity that's never fun 
So sometimes there's those, yeah, sometimes things just won't ever get any, any easier. But if you're at that point, like you're probably going to be in a very high level of fitness um, if you're really touching that top end. So, yeah, you yeah. know, you're probably good with doing the work. Yeah. And I think that's so maybe the corollary to this is that you doing the work sometimes really is fun. Mm. Once you've gotten to that point where... I'm fit now and yeah, it's still work, but I, I am so aware of what I get out of this, that there's joy in doing it even when it doesn't feel mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. So for me, a much more strength training background, when I pick something heavy up, there's such a cool feeling with, I can move that weight, even though moving that weight is, it is hard to do, but it's, the gratification out of it, even as I'm going through the movement is just like, yeah, I got that. And that's why we, that's why we do the work when it's not fun too. And the more you have those bright spots of like, I nailed that and that was awesome. Yeah. It gets easier and easier to do the work. Yeah. Find ways to incorporate those good endorphins. Yeah. So whether that's, if you're someone who loves music, work out to music. If you're someone who loves the outdoors and the freedom of, you know, frolicking in the fields, then do that. If you feel more uplifted working in, in, a, in a group of people, then do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that can be one way to soften the this sucks bit. Yeah. Is yeah. to find comfort. <laughs> Sounds really sadistic. Comfort in other people's suffering. Well, <laughs> <of> Schadenfreude. <laughs> Look, when we're all Knowing, suffering together. <laughs> yeah. Look, there's a lot to be said about that comfort of going, the person next to me looks like they're dying. I don't feel as bad. And let me tell you, many a times <laughs> I'm there standing on a stage, supposed to be quote unquote the role model, going, I'm dying on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. You just make it look good. <laughs> we everybody has their bad days. And you know, the, the days where I'm gonna do a bit more encouraging of everybody else and show some lower options because <laughs> I'm just feeling it hard. That is the lower option day for me too. That, exactly. Um and there's nothing wrong with, as we said, having those those highs and lows, the chill off periods, uh, and utilizing rest as part of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay to be chill. It's okay yeah. to be low key. Yeah. I think the only other thing that I want to just take pains, no pun intended, to point out, um, when it hurts, sometimes it does actually hurt, Ooh, right? Yeah. And that's not the the burn of a thousand squats. It's the, my knee is dislocating. This is bad. Um, but obviously very extreme example. But we, we do want to make sure that people are thinking consciously about, is this this muscle burn? Is this hurting because I am really working hard? Or is there something else going on there? Um, for most people... You're going to be aware of that anyway. You're kind of going to see that if there's pain and there's injury and damage, you're going to see that coming up through other elements of daily life as well, other activities, Mm -hmm. other situations. Um, But I I do just want to point out that just because we're encouraging you right now to work through the less enjoyable times of your workout doesn't mean that you work through everything. We want you to be safe. We absolutely want you to be safe. See? And that finding that balance yeah. can it can take a lot of experience. So don't be afraid to reach out oh, to, absolutely. to someone who's an expert in that field. Flipping back to running, that difference between 
uh, the first couple of Ks or first 10 minutes of a run and you're like, oh, my leg's really tight. Um, will this get better if I keep running or have I injured myself and I'm making myself worse? And sometimes you don't know. And it's this, you literally just keep moving forward and you're like, I I don't know which side of the fence I'm on here. Am I doing good? Am I doing bad? Uh, Sometimes you'll never know. Hopefully as you start to gain some more body awareness, you're able to take a, take a quick reflection and go, "Mm, yeah, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. There's something happening here. Yeah, uh, and then maybe that is your red flag to yeah. previous uh, episode talking about Pilates and yoga, looking into starting to diagnose either yourself or with with an exercise professional, um, which side of that is or both. You know, a little bit of tightness. Are you doing any damage? Are you not? Because we definitely don't want you down the damage path. No, it's less fun to come back from. Yeah. yeah, that sucks more to come it back from. It does suck more to There's come back more from. more suck. So if you can keep you on the good side of that fence, that would be good. All right, Aaron. All right. Well, I think my um, I think my takeaways from this, or what I would like everybody to be taking away, is that you know it's okay for your workouts to suck sometimes. They're just gonna. Um, that's how we get better. Yeah. And that is totally okay. Have a strategy to get yourself through it. Uh, we talked about knowing knowing why you're doing it. That's really useful. And just remembering that you can do it. I know that sounds so cliche, but you, you really can. You can do it. You can do it. You can tap into things that you've got no idea you can tap into. Your body will keep going way longer than your brain will let it. So <laughs> just let it. I'm just visualizing zombies running around, but he's just still running. That is one way of looking at that. Yes, Dave. <laughs> Some great visuals. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today and joining us. Uh, if you would like to stay healthy, the common sense way, like, follow, and subscribe to the show wherever it is in this universe amongst, uh, maybe we have any alien listeners? I don't know. Wherever you find your podcasts in this universe. They'll get them in about 8,000 years. <laughs> yes, they're beaming <laughs> along, the, along the dial-up. Until, episode, until next episode, my name's Dave. I'm Aaron. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.